You're listening to Pockets of Peace, a podcast for busy people just like you across the world. I'm Julie Kelly, and every week I'll be with you with new topics, tips and tricks on how to stay healthy, and all the things you need to know about taking time to relax as you navigate your busy life. Hi there and welcome to today's episode of Pockets of Peace. I'm Julie Kelly and today I'm going to be talking about a topic that affects so many of us but we don't really know we have. That topic is going to be compassion fatigue. Now you're probably wondering well what is that? Well compassion fatigue is when we give to others but we forget all about ourselves. Now I'd never heard of compassion fatigue until a really dear friend of mine Alice Lowhouse sent me a video clip of a woman called Juliet Watt. Now, Alice Lowhouse is a best-selling author. She's written some fantastic books. She's also, like I said, a really dear friend. And at the time she sent me this video clip, I was ironically going through some really difficult stuff myself and everything started to fall into place. And I hope it will with you. So the video clip that she sent me was of a woman called Juliet Watt. And Juliet Watt is a renowned, a world-renowned inspirational speaker. She's got so many accolades to her name that I can't even repeat them all. But what makes her special is that she took a massive role in rescuing animals after Hurricane Katrina. So when I received this video clip, it was like an epiphany, like a light switching on. Now in her own words, Julia actually says that I want to help people who've lost themselves in who they've been for everyone else. And like I said, when I received the clip, I was going through some difficult personal issues and it completely changed my way of thinking, which I hope it does for you. Now, I've never heard of it, like I said, compassion fatigue, until watching this clip, but instantly I knew I'd been suffering from it for years. So what exactly is it? Well, it is defined as the exhaustion we feel from constantly giving to others while forgetting to give to ourselves. That's the short version anyway. But the core of who we are as humans is to show love and compassion, surely. That's what we all do, isn't it? That's part of who we are. I know it's part of who I am. I've even got a job in mental health. So every part of my life is giving, caring, and that's just the person I am. It's who I like to be. But the bit our teachers missed out was how to relax the mind and body after all that effort. Because we need to unwind, don't we? We can't go through life giving and not actually looking out of our, you know, looking after ourselves. The reason that bit was missed out was probably because they didn't know either. But listening to Juliet prompted me to do some real soul searching. And surprisingly, it seems I'm not alone. There are millions of people out there, just like us, struggling with this disease. I call it a disease because it's a dis-ease of our mental and physical well-being. It sends us just out of flunter, so that's why I call it a disease. And that word's really interesting, isn't it? Dis-ease. But as far back as I can remember, and I'm sure this relates to many of you out there, I've always seemed to gravitate towards needy people. It's happened a lot in relationships, 
and friendships and I'm like a vulnerability magnet. People with problems can spot me from a thousand mile radius, I swear to you. Seriously, it's the energy I put into helping people to get their lives back on track, only to find that when they've taken everything that they can, they go on the merry way and I'm left there exhausted. They don't need me afterwards, it's incredible. Now the question is, where do we draw the line at acceptable and unacceptable? And does it really matter if the other person thanks us afterwards? Well, what I came to realise after listening to the tape of Juliet Watt and really analysing myself was that it doesn't really matter because the problem doesn't lie with selfish, unappreciative people. It lies with me. It's me who's discarded my own values and needs as if I were just an old wash rag with no worth whatsoever. I mean, let's face it, even a car needs petrol, doesn't it, and oil to start. It needs water. And if we don't put those things in, it doesn't function at all, does it? It won't start up. But as humans, we think we're invincible. And then we wonder why we get sick. Well, thanks to Juliet, I've concluded it all comes down to me and how I deal with things and also about handing back the reins. So I'm not just talking about, you know, if you're a carer of someone with disabilities and you are there 24 seven. I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about the effort we put in in everyday life, especially if you're a needy person who attracts people in relationships. So I've always been a strong, I thought I was a strong person, and I've always attracted people who need that strength. And like I said, I'll do everything for them. I'll take care of them, mend their broken wings. But then I keep on doing it and exhaust myself instead of handing the reins back when they decide to turn around and go. Instead of feeling, oh my God, why didn't they say thank you? Why have they not thanked me at all for what I've done for them? Why not just hand back the reins and say, go with my blessing? And then that takes so much pressure off. And that's what listening to Juliet Watt really taught me. But how can we do it if, there were, if we're a person who is generally a giver? Well, there are things we can do to take time out. And if you're a busy person caring for someone, or if you've put all your time into helping other people, you're probably thinking right now, where am I going to actually get the time to take care of myself? Well, that's just the problem. You really need to. Some of these tips that I'm going to give you, you can do in 10 minutes. And if you can't take 10 minutes out of your lifestyle and schedule, then you really need to be reassessing the way that you're living. And that was the conclusion I drew about myself. So when things start to catch up with us, we, we don't often know we've got compassion fatigue. We don't know until our body just shouts stop. And what happens then is we find one morning we, we just don't want to get out of bed. The thought of getting out of bed and doing what we've been doing for most of our lives makes us feel physically sick. We don't want to go to work because we can't face it. We've got aches and pains in our body that we just can't identify. They came on overnight. When you go to the doctors or you go for those tests that you think you need, they can't find anything. And then you get told it's all in the mind and you feel very, very insulted. But most of the time it is. It's about how we deal with things. So before our body gets to that point, it's important to notice that we might be fatigued because of the compassion that we're giving. 
So it doesn't mean we have to turn into nasty, stingy people that doesn't care about anyone, but at least give some of that thought, compassion, love and care back to ourselves. So what can we do in 10 minutes if we're a busy person? Well, one of the things that I really swear by is if I'm feeling stressed out or if I'm feeling drained or poorly or a little bit sick and I'm thinking, you know, I'm overtired. Because most of us, we go to bed and we don't sleep, do we? We lie on the pillow, look at the ceiling and start contemplating what we've got to do the day after. And then we're tired the next day. So if you feel like this, just take yourself off to the loo. I always say everything good happens in the loo. Take yourself to the loo, close the door, of course you would, sit on the loo and just take a nice deep breath in through the nose. And as you take that deep breath in, count to seven. Hold it for a few seconds and then gently breathe out through the nose for 11. Just breathe out all that baggage, all that stress, all that tension you're feeling. And then gently breathe in again through the nose to seven. Hold it for a couple of seconds and then breathe out through the nose for 11. Breathing out all that stress and tension. And do this about three times, if five if you can manage it. And what you'll find is that you've broken the cycle of feeling stress because the mind is focused on something else, which is of course the breathing. And the reason I said take yourself off to the loo is because most people, when they're in the loo with the door closed, it's private time. There are so many times at work I've taken myself off to the loo, not because I wanted a wee or anything like that, just to close that door and have some private time where I know nobody is going to come in and disturb me. So the loo is a really good place to do some breathing exercises. The other thing you can do, if you get the chance, which you need to take the chance, is make yourself a nice soaking bath. Relax for 10-15 minutes, take some nice deep breaths in, use some lavender oil or nice smelling oils that are going to relax you. Put some earphones in with nice music. You know, you don't have to be giving, giving, giving all the time. And another beautiful thing we can do to help with compassion fatigue is take ourselves off for a walk. If you're caring for somebody 24-7, take them for a walk. The change of environment does us the world of good. We're looking at the colours of the flowers, the green of the trees and the grass. There are so many shades of colour that we don't notice when we're actually stressed out. We don't notice the things, we walk past things without even noticing them. Have you ever done that? You've set off and you've got to where you're going but you don't even remember how you got there because your mind was somewhere else. It's about taking notes and being mindful of the things that are around us because there are some beautiful things to notice. Another thing to do is mindful eating. When we're caring for other people, when we're on the go, busy all the time, we can eat our lunch and forget what we've had because we never tasted it. And then half an hour later we're hungry because the body doesn't even know it's eaten. Take some time out, it's just 10 minute stints. Eat your lunch, really savour every bite. Turn off your phone, turn off your laptop, your TV, anything that can distract you and just eat your meal. 
taste it, look at the colours of it, really enjoy it. You deserve as much compassion, care and attention that you give everyone else. Now I hope this podcast has been beneficial to you. You've been listening to Pockets of Peace. My name's Julie Kelly and I'm here every week to share tips, tricks and ideas about staying safe and healthy and how to navigate our busy lives in a good healthy way. Please like, share, subscribe to my channel over on Apple Podcasts. It's Mind Medicine Julie Kelly. And if you can, leave a comment on what you thought about today's podcast. Let me know if it benefited you. I really love hearing what you think about these podcasts because it's your feedback that help us to build better, healthier communities.